Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We're going to start out today's program with a record by the Shannon Quartet, made on March 11th, 1927 in Camden, New Jersey. It's Victor 20895, America the Beautiful. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of rain, for purple mountain majesties of all the fruited plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good will brotherhood from sea to shining the Shannon Quartet, sounding even a little old-fashioned for 1927 with America the Beautiful. For those of you just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack, a little program on which I play 78 RPM records from the first half of the 20th century. And on today's program, I thought we would take a summer trip around the United States and visit some of the different states and enjoy some trivia along the way. We're going to get to that in just a moment, but before we do, here's a record made by George Schweinfest in December of 1901, one of the oldest records in my collection. It's Columbia A193, Medley of American National Airs. 
Many of the records I play here on the shellac stack were recorded 70, 80, 90, even 100 years ago. But at 120 years old, that record by George Feinfest is older than any known living person on Earth. It was made in December of 1901, and it's kind of a sobering thought to realize there's not a soul alive today who was around when that record was made. And I don't say this to be depressing or to be morbid, I <laughs> just... I think it's kind of interesting that sound recordings now exist from that long ago, many, many generations back. Okay, uh, on to lighter topics now. We're going to start our virtual tour around the United States, where we'll be listening to songs with state names in the titles, uh, with a record by Harold Leonard and his Waldorf Astoria Orchestra, made for the Brunswick label in January of 1926. Now, I'm not going to give you the titles of these up front. I'd like to give you some trivia about the states and see if you can figure out what state each song is about before we play the record. So in this state, teacher Mary Wilson held the first observance of Mother's Day in 1887. Mother's Day was made a national holiday in 1916. It's also the state where post-it notes are manufactured, and it's home to Middlesbrough, the only city in the United States built within a meteor crater. And it's also home to the oldest continuously held horse race in the United States. Here's Harold Leonard and his Waldorf Astoria Orchestra. Can you name the state? Thank you. 
Leonard and his Waldorf Astoria Orchestra, Brunswick 3000, from January 18, 1926, Kentucky's way of saying good morning. And as we head on to our next state now, it's the home to the oldest European settlement in North America, and its city of Niceville hosts the famous Boggy Bayou Mullet Festival <laughs> every October. Gatorade was first developed in this state, and it's the only state with two rivers of the same name, Withlacoochee. There's one river named Withlacoochee in the north part of the state, and another, totally unrelated and not connected, in the central part of the state called the Withlacoochee River. Can you name this state as we listen to... Well, gosh, I'm not even going to tell you the name of the group because that might give it away. It's an Edison record from November of 1925, and I can tell you Vernon Dalhart will be the vocalist. Thank you. 
think the lyrics will have given that one away. <laughs> Miami was the name of the song, and uh, the performing group would have given it away too. That was the Florida Four, featuring vocalist Vernon Dalhart from November of 1925, Edison 51650. Okay, let's continue our tour of the United States now with the Deep River Orchestra, led by Willard Robison. It's Perfect 14923. From December of 1927, Jason Hawks will be the vocalist here. And this is a song about a state that is home to the first traffic light in the United States, installed on August 5th, 1914. It's also the first state to enact laws protecting working women. It's home to the rubber capital of the world. And its city of Fostoria is the only city in the United States to be situated in three counties. Can you name this state? I'm sure you all knew that the first traffic light in the United States was erected in Ohio. (laughs) My Ohio home, the name of that song. Okay, our next state is home to the largest county in the United States at more than 3 million acres. 
The state also raises more turkeys than any other state. It's known as the avocado capital of the world and hosts an annual avocado festival. And its state motto is Eureka, meaning I have found it. To reveal this next state from 1925, here's Franklin Bauer. Plenty of rolled R's there, too. Franklin Bauer, Regal Record number 8119 from December of 1925. The song by Raymond Wesley was California Chimes. All right, up next, let's bring up the king of jazz, Paul Whiteman, and his orchestra. This one's not very jazzy, though. It's Victor 20973, recorded in Liederkranz Hall in New York. On September 21st, 1927, we'll hear Jack Fulton, Bing Crosby, Charles Gaylord, and Al Rinker sing the vocal on this one about a state that borders eight other states. 
no other state borders more. One of its major cities has more boulevards than Paris and more fountains than any city in the world besides Rome. It's also the state where Aunt Jemima pancake flour was introduced in 1889, and it's home to the tallest man ever documented, Robert Wadlow, who grew to 8 feet 11 inches. Can you name this state? Good Old Missouri Waltz, written by John V. Eppel and F.K. Logan, played there by Paul Whiteman's orchestra in 1927. My name is Brian Wright. If you're just joining us, this is the Shellac Stack, on which I'm playing 78 RPM records from the first half of the 20th century. 
Today, we're journeying around the United States listening to songs featuring state names in the titles. If you're enjoying the program and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. We're going to continue now with the Mound City Blue Blowers, a Brunswick record from February of 1924 made in Chicago. And our state this time is home to the World Championship Duck Calling Contest. It also boasts famous people born there, such as Johnny Cash, General Douglas MacArthur, and, uh, well, depending on the source, maybe Scott Joplin. The name of this state is derived from the Sioux word meaning downstream place, and this will give it away. It's also home to Walmart. To reveal this state, here's the Mound City Blue Blowers. City Blue Blowers there from 1924, a pretty hot little record, the Arkansas Blues. Okay, up next, a real favorite pianist of mine, one of the 
newer breed of stride pianists that emerged in the 1940s and 50s, and he remained active up until, I think, the early 2000s when he died. Ralph Sutton, a circle record here made in January of 1949, a song by Gus Kahn and Walter Donaldson about a state that is home to the oldest state university in the United States. It's also home to Krispy Kreme Donuts and the first miniature golf course. And the first English-born child in America, Virginia Dare, was born here in 1587. See if you can name this state. should confess at this point that the trivia I gave you before that record referred to the state of North Carolina, but 
To be fair, I don't know whether the song Carolina in the Morning refers specifically to North or South Carolina. I suppose it could be either one. In any case, a fine record there by pianist Ralph Sutton. Okay, we turn next to a group called the Original Memphis Five, a recording they made for Columbia on September 25th, 1925 in New York. It's Columbia 480-D. And they're playing a tune about a state which is home to Park County, which is the covered bridge capital of the world, with 32 covered bridges. The state also has more miles of interstate highway per square mile than any other state. It's home to the Saturday Evening Post. And from 1900 to 1920, you car buffs will be interested to know that more than 200 makes of cars were produced there, including Duesenbergs, Auburns, Stutzes, and Maxwells. Here's the original Memphis Five, and no, it's not Tennessee. necessarily expect you will have known the name of that tune, though from the clue, 
that this state has more miles of interstate per square mile than any other. You might have guessed it's the crossroads of America, the state of Indiana. And indeed, that was the Indiana Stomp, played by the original Memphis Five. Okay, we're going to bring back Vernon Dalhart now for a song about a state that is the only state to have had the flags of six different nations fly over it, including a nine-year period when it was its own independent nation. The state is home to King Ranch, which is bigger than the state of Rhode Island. The state also has only one natural lake, and more species of bats live in this state than any other. I think Vernon Dalhart will give it away in this song from November of 1926. In the lobby of a big hotel in New York town one day Sat a bunch of fellas telling yarns to pass the time away They told of places where they'd been and different sights they'd seen Some preferred Chicago town while others New Orleans In a corner in an old armchair sat a man whose hair was gray he listened to them eagerly to what they had to say. They asked him where he'd like to be, his sweet old voice did ring. Oh, I'd like to be in Texas when they round up in the spring. I can see the cattle grazing o'er the hills at early morn. I can see the campfire smoking at the breaking of the dawn. I can hear the Broncos neighing, I can hear the Cowboys sing. Oh, I'd like to be in Texas when they round up in the spring. They all sat still and listened to each word he had to say. They knew the old man sitting there had once been young and gay. They asked him for a story of his life upon the plains. He slowly then removed his hat with eagerness began. I've seen them stampede o'er the hills till you'd think they'd never stop. I've seen them run for miles and miles until their leader dropped. I was the foreman of the ranch, the boys all called me king. I'd like to be in Texas when they round up in the spring. I can see the cattle grazing o'er the hills at early morn. I can see the campfire smoking at the breaking of the dawn. I can hear the Broncos neighing, I can hear the Cowboys sing. Oh, I'd like to be in Texas when they round up in the spring. And there you have a man from Texas, Marion Tri Slaughter, who took his stage name from the names of two different Texas towns, Vernon and Dalhard, to become Vernon Dalhard. From November of 1926, I'd like to be in Texas when they round up in the spring. I was surprised to learn that a state the size of Texas has only one natural lake. 
Okay, up next, Richard Hember and his orchestra. This takes us up to April of 1940 now. Bart Phillips will be the vocalist on Royale record number 1876. In this case, our state has more horses per capita in Shelby County than in any other county in the United States. The state is also the birthplace of Hattie Carraway, the first woman to serve as a United States senator. The state had the largest earthquake in recorded American history in 1811, and the state derives its name from the Yuki Indian word meaning the meeting place. Can you name this state? Tennessee fish fry Ain't you never fished for your dinner down south If you've never been to a Tennessee fish fry Then you never had a chunk of heaven right in your mouth You ain't tasted cornbread when it's drowned In a pound of butter You ain't swung your sweetest gal around in a dosey door, if you've never been to a Tennessee fish fry, there's an awful lot about a picnic that you don't know. Richard Himber and his orchestra there in 1940, Tennessee Fish Fry. And we continue our little tour around the United States, landing next in a state that is home to the world's smallest church, which measures just three and a half by six feet. It's also home to the oldest running newspaper in the United States, and it was the first state to require license plates on cars. And at 641 miles, the longest toll road in the United States is here. I don't know if that's something to be proud of. In any case, from 1937, here's a song by Ted Fetter 
and Vernon Duke played for us by Edgar Fairchild and Adam Carroll, duo pianists, and their orchestra. Was Liberty Music Shop record number L211, Edgar Fairchild, Adam Carroll, and their orchestra, New York After Dark. Okay, our last state record on today's program comes to us from Henry Biagini and his orchestra. It's on the Melotone label number 5-11-12. The song is by Fred Fisher. I think he's the guy who gave us Chicago back in the early 20s. In any case, this song from 1935 features vocalist Glenn Hughes, and it's about a state that is home to the sweetest onion in the world, the Vidalia onion. 
The state was named for a king of England, and it's also home to the second oldest city in the United States. But in 1828, it was the site of the first gold rush in the United States. See if you can name this state. We'll follow Henry Biagini and his orchestra with a little wrap-up from the Victor Mixed Chorus, Victor 17578, from March of 1914. They'll give us America. But first, can you guess the state before Glenn Hughes sings about it? Find me sleeping in my Georgia rocking chair. Bluebirds come a flocking in just to see me rocking in my Georgia rocking chair. And as I open up the latch on the door, there's someone there to pass my troubles once more. And the folks all know me as homey like it was before. My Georgia. My deals are hiring, little I require in my Georgia rocking chair. My belief gets stronger in as I linger longer in my Georgia rocking chair. And someday, Mother Georgia, I'll be heading towards you. Let the world go grumbling, I'll feel mighty humble in my Georgia rocking chair.
Just before the Victor Mixed Chorus gave us their rendition of America, we heard our final state in today's tour, Georgia Rockin' Chair, played by Henry Biagini and his orchestra. And with that, we reached the end of our little program today. Wow, in 58 minutes, we managed to squeeze in 48 bits of trivia and 15 records. Not bad. I hope you enjoyed the program. I hope we'll see you next time when we'll do it all over again. Thanks so much for listening. Take care, everyone. Happy 4th of July, and bye-bye. Thank you.